following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Steve Dennis. Media Mash. How do we like the name of that? Episode number two. My name is Steve Dennis. I uh, am not the host. I'm going to say it again. We're all the host. We're going to have a foursome in here every Wednesday, every Thursday from four to five. And uh, we're all going to be co-hosts and just mash it up. The top Cowboys discussions. Happy Wednesday. Week one uh, already behind us. Looking forward to week two. So let's get to it. Let's introduce, let them introduce, because again, they are co-hosts. Mm. The foursome in the room. State your name, your affiliation, and what the heck, your favorite holiday. Oh, John Machado is from The Athletic. <laughs> um, favorite holiday. I don't think I have a favorite holiday. Covering a football team really ruins all the holidays. You don't have any anymore. <laughs> so uh, say, is Thanksgiving a holiday? Sure. I mean, sure it, it is. Uh, yeah. Okay. I will say, I, I like Thanksgiving because... Uh, there's always football on. We always we call him John Master Shoulder. Okay, I just want to let you know. Nobody calls me that. Than you. We yeah. call him Master Shoulder. Okay, no one calls him that but me. And Calvin, Calvin made that name because he, he couldn't he couldn't pronounce his name. He, he can't pronounce many names. But anyway, this is Clarence Hill, the Fort Worth Star Telegram. Yeah, I'm the Jinx. I'm the Jinx. The Cowboys have four playoff wins since I started covering this team back in 1996. Oh, it's always got to be about you. It is. It's about that's I'm, I'm the Jinx. It's, it's my fault. I started a year after Clarence, and I had to get off the train because I couldn't help him. I couldn't help. Favorite holiday? Play by the rules, chill. Favorite holiday? Christmas is always there's a pony that somewhere. Is the there's right a pony answer, in there somewhere. As Jerry Jones right likes to say, there's a pony in there somewhere. Especially if you have kids. See? Yes. Yeah. Christmas. We got to get Michelle on board in that program. It's Thanksgiving doesn't count. Halloween doesn't count. That's not. Got a game on Halloween. Some kids think it's a holiday. Rob Phillips, DallasCowboys.com. I sat here at nine o'clock. School is not out on. Halloween. I, uh, yeah. The fed fed okay. government's not off on Halloween. It's not a holiday. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into a little trouble today because Chill is on the scene. Uh, he is By on the, the way, scene. July Fourth is the best holiday, guys. And Just that's you know that's Chris Beam, our producer. I, well, I call him Rookie. I would say Juneteenth, but that's a whole other story. My daughter was born Good on one. Juneteenth. Fair enough. So we weren't we, we weren't free on July Fourth. Uh oh! Boom! 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 I think it would be a great. <laughs> no, yeah. I, yeah. I think it would be That's a, a whole other podcast. <laughs> no, I, what the hell? Let's do it for now. <laughs> Who's in? Uh, hey, Rob Phillips wrote today. We're going to get to this. That it was Dak Prescott's best game ever. So let's push that over here. Mm. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. And Michelle may have just said the same thing. I've heard other people say that. I'm not sure. But I, but I want to start with this, uh, and and we can go as long on it as you want. Um, I find it very odd, and, and I wonder, is it okay? Is it okay for many members of the huge Cowboys nation to be either slightly optimistic, maybe even excited, uh, maybe even pumped on their prospective season in terms of success when they lost the opener? Is that allowed? Can you be that way? If you lose the opener... 
and everything smells like roses. Can I start? Yeah. I'm going to be the slept rock. I'm always the negative guy. Everybody, you're always hating on the Cowboys. Uh, battle-tested, according I'm just, to your Twitter I've, I've, I've seen nothing but frustration. Grumpy is a better <laughs> but, word. But, 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 Old and grumpy. But but I think that, and I think that's just, it's, let's put it out there. Dak had a great game, okay? And I think a lot of people's excitement about his great game had to do with our expectations. He had places last year. He had the shoulder. No one thought that was possible. You know, they were just happy he could throw the ball. And then he has an amazing game and matches him throw for throw. But it's kind of par for the course for the Cowboys franchise over the last 20 years, that we get excited about stats. And in, in essence, empty stats because they've won nothing. And great game, it was a loss. And we go by, well, I, I think that we've, you know, from the Tony Romos to the, we, we celebrate stars and we celebrate individual achievements around here because there's been not a lot of team success to celebrate. And that goes back to, you know, Witten, Romo, Dez, everything. It just we 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 made them larger stars than maybe the results have shown. All right. That, I, that is one vote for just win baby. I'm I'm going optimistic. You should be optimistic off of this game, and it's because the biggest thing for me is just the quarterback position. It's the most important position in sports. It's not even close. It's the guy that's still going to be here a decade from now. If When you have a franchise quarterback, you're in every game. It doesn't matter who you're playing against, and it's so hard to find this guy. You know, I mean, there's just how many people are on the planet, and there's maybe 16 good quarterbacks on the planet, and there might and that might not even be that many. And if you're a Cowboys fan, you have one of them on your team, and, and you have him locked up. And even if you were... Uh, let's say a Dak hater or negative about Dak, whatever it is, you cannot watch that game and not sit there and go, damn, okay, maybe I was a little wrong about that guy. Like, you know what? Maybe he is a little bit better than I thought. And then the people that already were on board, they're like, I told you. I told you that that's who he was. I told you that this is the guy. I told you that they needed to pay him that much. That, to me, is the most important thing. I don't care. If you come out of that game and, let's say, Gregory had two sacks and and Lawrence had had three and there was a couple interceptions and and whatever, let's say it was the best game you've seen out of the defense out of a decade, that is not as important as having your, your quarterback do that on top of the injuries he was coming off of. That gives you as much hope as anything. And so, yeah, it's week one. It's it's. It's a, a meaningless, you know, it's a loss, and, and, and people are going to talk about moral victory. But because of the way Dak played, I think you should be very optimistic about this team. Remember we had the Romo elite discussion for years and years. Is Tony Romo elite? And it just became like, is Pete Rose, should he be in the Hall of Fame kind of thing? It just got tired. You're got trying tired. to get me in trouble. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to go, go down that route. But I, I, Dak, to me, he's, to John's point, he's an elite quarterback. He's a guy that, because I define it as any given week, do you feel like you can win a game because he's your quarterback? And I, I think he's in that category. I'm kind of with both guys. Like I think you should be optimistic based on the way Dak played, based on the way the offense played. Even the you know defense did some good things that made you feel better about it compared to last season. But there are no moral victories. I agree with Clarence in that regard. You should feel disappointed. I mean, geez, you had the lead in the last. Make a field goal. Yeah, and make an extra point. Make an extra point. You missed. You know, last what, minute and a half? And you felt like you should have won that football game. And now on top of it... Make a block in the goal line so you run back and have a walk-in touchdown. Yes, and then now on top of it, now you've got some injuries to worry about. 
See, so. no, normally I would be 100% with Chill on this. Um, and let me let me say, but, I'm but, not negative. No, I understand. I, 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 understand. I think that I wrote there's a lot of things to be optimistic well, about. Well, the and overall. Dak is we're number talking one. about the overall. Yes, theory, I, I, I think um, Dak's play was great, and you should be excited about what you saw from Dak Prescott. All right, but here's what I'm going to say. I, I don't believe in moral victories, but I think the circumstances were such for this opener that it's a little different. I would call it a vision victory. Our eyeballs can't lie to us, especially after what our eyeballs saw him go through last year. I mean, there was a lot of things on the field beside Dak. I mean, uh, 159 yards rushing per game last year against him. They give up 52. Now, they didn't commit to the run either, but Brady did make an effort late in that game to try to run it, and he couldn't. And and that is, our eyeballs saw that. That's different. The nine unanswered points because of two quick turnovers. Mm -hmm. Boom. Demarcus knocks it out. Touchdown in five plays. And this is after uh, Zerline misses a chippy from 31 yards. Normally, the team would go, eh, you know, no. They, two turnovers, nine points. We didn't see a lot of that last year, either late in some games. But, um, you know, and, and I love the dr- back to Dak, and we're going to get to your point that it may be his best game ever. Uh, I Clarence will love this. It's our second show of Media Mash, and I already have to admit that I was wrong in show one last week. Um, I said that Dak would not be able to play to his elite level in this game. Hadn't played in 11 months. It's it's Tampa Bay. I thought he would struggle a little. He never did. He was tough. He wasn't afraid of motion. He, he was fearless. Uh, he was at the top of his game, and that is remarkable. That second possession where they go 7 for 7, 75 yards, all passes. Boom, 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 boom. If they can score that quick without Zeke and just hitting 8, 11, 12, and then 22 for CD for the touchdown, that's a dangerous team. Uh, And then the last drive, they got the ball at the 10. There's 4.52 to go. All kinds of crap happened on that drive. A holding by Tyron made it a second and 20. A holding by Connor made it a third and 16. Dak didn't care. He had to get the lead there. And he did. Now, the rest is Brady. He had had to get a touchdown there. He had to get the lead. Well, we know the rest was Brady. Because the rest was Brady, let's be honest. And this is not Dak's fault, but a touchdown. I think think if the the Patriots – I'm the Patriots – the Buccaneers would have needed a touchdown. The Cowboys would have won. Yeah, they would. They would I'm have not kept sure of that. I, I, I think those last three throws. Out that, yeah, but when the, those I'm le- just saying they had a better chance. But knowing, well, knowing he just needed a field goal. You, you all. I mean, let's go. It's one on one. Yeah, eight statements like that. That's you, like when no, De- no, when no, Des no. caught it and people go, 100%. "Well, no, Rodgers would have won the game." No, anyway. no, no, no. But that was that was four minutes left. Stop it. That was four minutes left. And he would have. That was four minutes. What I'm saying is. Dak needed a touchdown. Well, it's, you it's need to Tom make it. Brady threw three balls at the cheerleaders okay. to run out clock there. Know, he easily could have moved okay, them back okay, into position. Okay, my point is this. How about this? this we, we like about percentages. He missed the cheerleaders. Well, my point is you got to make it about percentages then. We need to make it tougher. Okay, okay oh, you got to make it tougher. It's, it's kind of like you got you can't just let him need a field goal to win. It's like the playoff game here in 2016. They tied the game. It was a great drive by Dak. Great comeback to tie the game with under a minute left, but. 
they needed a touchdown I was, because Aaron oh, Rodgers had time no, 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 with stop, 40 seconds stop. or whatever. With the, no, Jerry, no, with the Jerry no, catch. No, no, I'm time, with you. No, Very no, similar. No, it's not similar. similar. No, it's similar. No, no, it's not. I'm trying to Can agree I, with you, actually. I am, but my point is this. You can't give up a third and 31. I'm sorry. That's just that's not in the playbook. I don't no, care if it's, it's Aaron not. Rodgers. It's I mean, Tom Brady didn't have to convert a third and 31 that if anybody anybody plays defense, keep the guy in front of you, tackle the guy. I get you. You can't give up a third and 31. Remember the defense? Last year, okay, <laughs> okay. You can't give up thirty thirty one. Game number one, thirty thirty one. I mean, the defense needs to be serviceable. It doesn't have to be good, even. That's my be point. So make him have to drive for a touchdown, and you may have a chance to have a better chance to be serviceable. That's but, not on that last drive. We're all well, sure agreement. because you get it, mad at me when I agree with you because you want to you want to argue. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I'm no, agreeing no. with you. And, and, I'm agreeing and, with you. And I'm just I, glad I, we get to yell again. <laughs> and I haven't they, done this in a while. And if Dak gets a touchdown and they score a touchdown there, there's less time for Tom Brady to come back and score a touchdown. Right. So yeah, absolutely, and that's what they needed to do. Yeah, that, you need a touchdown that's because I I cannot stand hearing about analytics and 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 playing the odds when you're talking about an Aaron Rodgers, you're talking about Tom Brady. If you're factoring in analytics, I only want to hear the analytics for Aaron Rodgers, for Tom Brady. Don't factor in the stuff that happened with all these other quarterbacks that are on the same level. Because they're different. The game yeah. plans change for those certain individuals. And when you watch that game they got the field goal, you're like, well, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. You got points, whatever. But when you're watching it, you never felt like, oh, Tom's not going to come down here. And right, to point, you, you do 100%. I, I was at that game in Green Bay. That's exactly how I felt there. Like, okay, so if Des does get in, like, what part of you doesn't think, like, that Aaron Rodgers isn't going right back down oh, the field? He did it to run out the clock. Yeah, like, that's... Aaron Rodgers and, and Tom Brady are another level. You have to have a different game plan well, when you're talking quit, about those guys. to quote my good friend Chris Arnold, you never know. <laughs> oh, See, you know. Well, with those two, you know. Well, uh, no, but what I'm saying is, and to make you never know, score a touchdown, no, then, then we'll really never know. But I if agree. You, if, you just gotta, if they just need a field goal, you know. But that's you where, know. But this Brady's is coming I back to get you a field goal. for this opener. It was Brady. They were going to lose. They were going to lose no matter what. You're not going to go in there and win this game, especially with everything. So many questions. Oh, I can tell you right now how they win that game. Uh, Micah Parsons picks off that pass that Brady, when he was falling through to Leonard Fournette in the flat, and he runs that back Mm -hmm. for six. Cowboys win that game. You gotta have that one. Or too. make a field goal too. Well, you know, there's that too. Point. But that's stuff, there, I hate the stuff that happens stuff. like early there's on. And, 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 there's yeah. just, and that's the other thing is if you make those field goals, then you only need a field goal at the end for, for Brady to have to score a touchdown. All right, let's <laughs> let's get to uh, let's let's finish this off again. Vision victory for me. My eyeballs are thinking victory. That's all I'm saying. Uh, now, if they do the same thing. In LA this weekend, then you got to get the win. See, that's that's why, like, and I agree twice. I've agreed with Clarence. It's like you got to go now cross country right. the other direction, and you're staring 0 2 in the face. Now, this is a more favorable matchup. There's no doubt about it. But that's why you can't you can't look at it as as a moral victory in a sense because the facts are they're 0 and 1. They've got some injuries now on this team that are concerning. That they've got to figure out on offense, and this is an improved Chargers team. And defense is D Law's on his report now. Yes, without Randy that was, Gregory, that was one of them. Yeah, you know, it's like, and you and you didn't have a good pass rush say last week. Now, you didn't get now. to the quarterback. Hey, let's not blow over that. What now? Demarcus is what? He was limited in practice with a foot injury. Yeah, there's a possibility he doesn't even play on Sunday. So your so two your pass starting... rushers might be Basham and, and uh, Dorrance Armstrong. <laughs> Did you guys get that story up yet? I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, yeah. The yes. report just That's came why you got beat writers on here. That's why you got beat writers here. Right here. Foot injury. Yeah. Huh. Where so, did that come from? We were, supposed to, we were supposed to talk to Demarcus today, and so yeah. when he wasn't one of the guys that we talked to, and then I, I didn't see him on the field when everybody was leaving. Now everybody wasn't out there at that point when we're kind of 
Well, out sorry there, to though. ruin your time, afternoon. Time, okay, there, time out. I got, I, got a, I got a bone to pick with the guys that were taking attendance. Was he out there at start of practice? Because I, I did the offense. I didn't do the defense. Todd, no, he, he was. Yeah, yeah. He I got to make sure no one said Limited. Yeah. He was listed as limited. But he was out there. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. It's because he, he didn't finish practice. Yeah. So yeah. he automatically gets limited. So, yeah. I mean, so here you go. A game against this young quarterback who likes to throw the ball deep. You know, that's what I love what McCarthy said. I mean, this guy is great. He had 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, something like that last year. And he's not digging and dunking it. I mean, with all due respect, this wasn't Dak as a rookie where they were being conservative. I mean, with 23 and 4 which we love, had a great rookie year. But this guy throws it deep. All right, he we'll, throws the contested catches. you got to get to the quarterback. You, you won't have DeMarc. Well, you don't have Randy Gregory. Let's put that to bed right now. I don't care what Jerry's saying. Keep his fingers crossed. It, you never listen to Jerry. Okay. Jerry did it again this week. Yeah, you, How many it, times has he done that you know, on his it, radio and, show? And it's unfair to the fans because they get so excited and, and all the other stuff. Mike McCarthy said these guys test positive. They're out 10 days. Zach Martin, on it. Zach Martin was asked today, did, was there ever a chance you were going to come back right. and play against the Bucs? He goes, no. No, See, I, I wasn't playing. See, I mean, that's, that's what's so he crazy about taste it. He food, man. <laughs> Pre-game meal, you got to be able to taste. Yeah, so they're going to be without Randy Gregory and now possibly without a limited DeMarcus Lawrence against this quarterback. And that's right. the problem. We're going to get into all that, but I'm going to hit this real quick. We've only got a few minutes here. Best DAC game ever, says Rob Phillips. DallasCowboys.com. Go read it. He put oh, your, his top five up, and he has this game as number one. You said when you first came in here, Mishota, that you think it may, with Rob, be his best game ever. Clarence, they both believe that. What do you think? You know, I love these guys, and I love you. I love everybody. I'm, I'm from free love. Okay? But, oh, machine gun fire? I can't wait to hear what this game is. <laughs> it was a loss. Okay, so what's the game then? Tell me the game we're in. One of those damn then. Eagles games we threw for 400 yards, you know. and That's you remember not even that? in my top five. That's not your top five? No. You want to hear my top five? Yeah, the yeah. Green Bay playoff game. Did they lose it? They was, lost it. I was going to say yeah. that. The official took it from I mean, we can't – that's what kills me about it. We love this. And, again, Tony Romo's best game ever. 500 yards. Denver. The Denver. Denver. They lost. He threw an interception into the, the game. The yeah. Right. Everybody yeah. talks about great. Okay, so he won a bunch of games as a rookie. Like, he clearly was not even close to the player he is now. No, True. I'm, t- I'm not talking about Dak. True. Oh, I mean, but I'm talking about, about Dak, though. I'm saying, so you're saying two, he didn't win. He won two, a bunch of games no, as a rookie. two years ago, Man. when, when – he threw for four, five hundred yards against uh, the Eagles he's, last year. He right. come back against he's Atlanta. Not the right, what I'm they talking lost, though. Right, and he hadn't played in a game in oh, 333 I mean, days. I, I agree. So to be honest with you, if he doesn't play that way, it's a blowout. I agree with you, Sesmo, and that we're grading on the curve. I love this. Love we're grading no, on. Okay. See the fact that you put all these other stuff about. The fact that he hadn't played in the game and all these other reasons why it, it, it elevates it. Yeah. It's not about the game. It's all about the extraneous stuff as well. I'm just talking about what he did on the football but, field okay. to lead to a win or a loss. So if it and it been, can't, if you it can't have been, your best at game ever If it had been a bad Philly team where he threw for how many yards? For almost what, what, what was your talk? What the was your the win is what get, does you, it for you. Yes, the win is the what does. The fact that it was Tampa Bay on the road, they just they dropped the banner for I, crying out loud. I, he hadn't played in eleven months, and and he looks different. He is. It's like Tony 
at the end of his career. He had learned how to be a championship quarterback. It wasn't flash. It was maestro. It was being in control. This is Steve Dennis. I know he really agrees with this point. If you go up to bat. (laughs) I do agree with him. I do agree with him. If you go up to bat five times and you hit five home runs, it's the best game you ever had. I don't care what this final score was. If you, it does not matter. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about the individual. I'm saying it's the. I think it's you, the best you game covers, we've ever had. You cover some guys from the 90s. They, a lot of guys say the best game they ever played was the 95, 94 oh, loss. Listen to me. Listen to me. That's called being. Um, I don't want to say. I I can't think of that word, but the bottom line is when you won three Super Bowls, you can say a loss was your best game because you already got three in your pocket, okay? All right. You can be – that's being magnanimous. That's what they say. They were being magnanimous. I know it, but it's it's cool. When you got three Super Bowls, you can talk about, oh, but that loss, we rented it, we came back, we showed we can fight. That's cool to say. (laughs) They got three Super Bowl titles in their pocket. But I'm going to imitate Clarence. (laughs) (laughs) The name of the show is Media Mash. Yeah, this is what we're going to do. I like that. We're going to take a quick break. Coming up next, they're going to go with steel over talent? Hmm. Who at right tackle? Let's dive into that and mash that up next. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back back, back, to Media Mash. Media Mash is back. We're going to go ahead and score that first segment 3-1 to one against Clarence. 3-1 to one, <laughs> three to one against Clarence. I'm with you. And, and, uh, I've, been in Dax, I've been in Dax corner since, since, since 2016. I mean, I, yeah, feel like, like I feel like we could talk about Dak um, for a week uh, after that game. Now, uh, and we'll talk about this some now in a minute. Uh, Herbert is not Brady. But he's pretty close. I mean, that dude. All right, let's get to this, though, because this is important. Uh, I mean, Jerry comes out on the radio and says, yeah, Terrence Steele's going to be our 
our right tackle in Los Angeles. And then today, the coach says, eh, hey, wait a minute, we, we really haven't figured that out yet. We're working combinations. Which, which is so typical. Jerry would do that on a Monday so often, or Tuesday, whatever day that show is. <laughs> Over the years, he would just go, oh, yeah, we're de- he's hey. definitely going to play. And then on Friday, well, he's not going to. I mean, it's just how, funny. How about this? We'll, we'll wait a Oh, whatever Jerry says. Wade would do that. Whatever, yeah. whatever Jerry says. Don't pick on Wade. Don't I love Wade. Wade. Whatever Jerry says, Jerry says. All right, Jerry. so here, let's go around real quick. By the way, real quick, did you see Wade put a tweet out about bad defenses in week one? Oh, did he? He goes, I noticed a lot of bad defenses. He's raising his hand. Oh, he wants again. a job. Whatever come, Wade. But my on, point Wade. is, I guess my point is, Mike McCarthy was not happy about it. He didn't say it, but the way he answered the question today, he was not happy about Jerry announcing this game. Yeah, I love it. Go ahead, Michelle. What? Yeah, let's go around real quick. Now that you've we got both sides now. There's there's an argument for both sides. Who's gonna be starting right tackle? Because it's gonna be Terrence Steele. Oh we know it's gonna be Terrence Steele. That don't mean it was Jerry should be should be announcing it on Tuesday. Terrence Steele. I don't care if Jerry announces. I don't I don't either. Uh, like what are you but, a coach for the team? We cover the team. This is good yeah, stuff. Okay. Love it. As yeah, a reporter absolutely. I wrote it, I was tweeting about it. I get it. I'm yes, saying from content. a from from a yes, I love the content. I'm talking about <laughs> from right. Mike McCarthy's standpoint like we we talked to uh who we talked to I don't know who did you talk to today I don't think you talked to anybody No we Were talked to today? um <laughs> we talked to the offense quarter on Monday he wouldn't announce it Well that's not his say, Yeah he said it's Monday we've got all week Yeah Kellen Moore wouldn't announce yeah. it Clarence did you fall asleep again and wake yourself up No I was trying to I was saying Kellen Moore didn't <laughs> Kellen Moore didn't announce it that's Mike McCarthy clearly does not want it announced. That's not like, his style and, and, and Jerry announces it. I'm just saying that Mike McCartney didn't want it announced. Well, yes, it's great news for us. I'm just saying that that's not what, I mean, clearly he knew what he was walking into when he took the job and took Jerry's money. I'm sure you heard about what Jerry does, but it's still, you can still be taken aback when it happens. And oh, I'm sure he was, team I think here. he was taken back by the fact that Jerry's I'm, announcing his roster. I'm, right? over here, I'm over here keeping score. It's another point against Clarence because <laughs> he just made McCarthy a member of the Beatles accidentally. It's a team. It's <laughs> Team owner. But uh, McCartney. Let me throw this out. Let, let, let me do this. That's the guy on Twitter. All three of you see every single thing that happens with this team. I no longer do. So I'm going to say this, and you tell me how stupid I am. Uh, all of you. I would hope in this decision, and this is one of the things that I saw in the first game that I really like. People are on Zeke, and we're not going to get into discussion about it. Are on Zeke. Didn't watch him. He was phenomenal he was in phenomenal. protection. And he's maybe the best running back the last five years in pass protection. And he didn't complain. It was a Jason Witten-like performance where, uh, you're not going to get anything today, Witt. Go block and help us. Now, Witt would complain in the locker room, and, you know, he'd whisper, man, that's bull. But, and, and, but, and, Zeke, and Zeke may be right, a better blocker than I'm going to take it a step further. The linebackers, Jalen <laughs> and Layton, had very few snaps, not a, not a peep out of them. So this the, team has the right stuff happening. Right. I would hope with the right tackle decision, and you tell me if you think I'm wrong, there, that Joe Philbin in, in the offensive line group, McCarthy was in there, and they threw it out for discussion. And maybe – got Zach's feelings on moving to right tackle. And maybe the the players had a say in it. 
Maybe that kind of stuff is happening on this team. You think I'm right or wrong? No. Zach obviously doesn't want to move to right tackle. I think he made that pretty clear today. He would rather be, he wants to stay at right guard. Hey, what did he say? He was I'm open to whatever, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he wants <laughs> to stay like at right I, guard. There's yeah. no there's no doubting that. I mean, that's the position he's best at. He'd like to stay there. Yeah. The Terrence Steele thing factors in with me is because we've just been hearing for the last you know year and a half that Mike McCarthy loves to talk about when he was in Green Bay developing these young guys. Well, here's your chance to do it. Is that. You're not doing this with Terrence Steele unless you think that, hey, somewhere down the line he could potentially be like a starter for us. And we're going to, yeah, it's going to be rough and there's going to be tough times. McCarthy's talked about this many a times, but there's going to be a payoff in the end. And so that's why if you're going to do that, yeah. and you're going to do it for five games, it makes sense to go with Terrence Steele over Ty Nasecki because you're, I not, agree. you're building not for just now, but for the future. One other thing to your point, though, earlier about the, you know, hearing guys whispering in the locker room and stuff like that, we don't get nearly as much of that now because That's of the true. access. And uh, when you have a bunch of, you know, reporters going in a locker room after a game, yeah, there's the 10 minutes after the game and guys got a chance to cool down, but you can still get guys get because, because of point. this thing, because yeah. of this thing, That's they're fired point. up. I mean, I can't tell you how many times they walk in that locker room after games and Cole Beasley, Terrence, Dez just fired up because of something they saw on Twitter and things like that really get you going. But because you're kind of yeah. at the, you know, well, these are the three players we're getting, you know, stuff like that, you don't get as much of the, oh, hey, when you leave locker room, hey, did you see Leighton over there? Yeah. Like, didn't, now, not yeah. th- that's not to say that they are. I'm just saying that we, we don't get as much access like that after yeah. games. That's true. Although I would say the only time we've ever heard Zeke complain about his role was in college. His yeah. last year at Ohio State was a Michigan State. Oh, State. And he was 100% correct. That was the only time I've ever heard him publicly <laughs> I, 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 say anything right. about complaining about his role, and he wasn't even here yet. Yeah. Um, about the Terrence Steele mm-hmm. thing, and again, I think Zach Martin will do whatever the team needs to be done. I thought Jane Slater brought up a great point to Mike today in the press conference about how is there value in having your six-time Pro Bowl guard in between a young center and a young right tackle and the value in helping both those guys through the course of a game. So, but, and, and Mike did suggest there's there's more value in keeping him at that, right that Sure, but there's also, if you have Zach at right tackle, then you got Connor McGovern out there. Like you, I kind of like the, the with, best five. I'm with you five. in the best five at the end of the day. Uh, the the thing that we in the media and all the fans are, are ignoring, and, and we love the fact that, you know, put the best five offensive linemen out there, and Zach is, is Larry Allen, and he can move the tackle, and he can be a Pro Bowl right tackle. Zach does not want to play tackle. Yeah, we said that. I know, but I'm just saying that he does not mm-hmm. want. But I don't think we've. But said we're not it talking. About, I don't even care about that. I'm talking about if you have your best five out there, and and even a Zach that might be okay at right tackle and doesn't really want to do it sounds like a better option. It does, than what but else the fact, the, but the problem is, it's not being explored as an option, even yeah. though he's going to be out five games. I'm going to because Zach does not want to play right tackle. Well, no, that, I, I that's think, what it is. It's not being explored because Zach does right. not want to play right tackle. Well, it's not McCarthy saying I want to do it. He's going to say the right thing, and he's earned and, that. And, he, and he, Mike's going to say the right things saying. about how it helps this guy and this guy Zach, is Zach is guard because that's what they have to do. But he did. But, it. He did it last year. He's not he flat saying. Emergency last year. Well, this is an emergency. This isn't an emergency. I mean, Joey Bosa seems like an emergency. Joey Bosa, pretty good now. I know you hate all them Buckeyes. Again, (laughs) this is not me talking. Clearly, it's not emergency enough to Dak for them to push that button again. Zach does not want to play, and they're going to kind of lean toward his feelings and, and accommodate what Zach wants. Right, until until, until week in, three, until, this is a disaster. Right, until it's a disaster, it's obvious you have to go that way. But Zach, that's not going to be the plan this weekend. All right, well, if my memory serves, 
Steele was a rookie last year, correct? Right. And he also played Undrafted 14 free games last year? Undrafted right. free agent. All right. Th- this is about team building, too. It's the right, right thing to do if you're building a team. It's not about team it, building. There's stop, some codes stop, involved stop, here stop, now. Stop. You know you what it's about? You know what it's about? You know what it's about? You know what it's about? It's about two things. And with all due respect, and, and Terrence Steele should be better. He should be better. But it's about Ty Naseki not being what they thought he was because they signed him to be the swing tackle. They signed him because they thought he was better with all the experience, better than Terrence Steele. And Josh Ball not being available to be he's a guy that was drafted had were higher rating than Terrence Steele coming out of college. You would think that he could have done that too. It'd been an option there. Right, they're changing. having to they're having to settle for, okay, yeah, Terrence Steele is better, he's improved, so this is what we're going with. That's not about team building. All right, changing the subject, sort of, with a genius little transition here. Mm. If they would have taken Rashawn Slater in the draft, oh. instead of Micah, they may not have that problem. And they might not have no defense. Did you yeah. see that dude no play defense. last yeah, night? Yeah, I, know. I did. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I've also you watched it. Did you watch his defense last year? Last year? How about this defense for the last decade? Well, like, you need, you, they've been so short on playmakers. It's like, well, I, when are you going to address it? Yes. And to get real bonafide playmakers... You do it in the first round, absolutely. Specifically in the top fifteen. I so, hey, Rashawn Slater, great. He's probably going to be fantastic. Maybe even goes to the Hall of Fame. That's fine. It was just a transition. And let's be fair because that's a matchup to watch. It's not fair because number one, you know what's not fair? Kaleo Collins should not be suspended. Because if, if Leo Collins takes care of business... Nah, it's typical Cowboy stuff. If, if he ta- no, seriously. If he takes care of business, he's on this team. But we're not belaboring the right tackle. And oh. that's not. And we're not have, really having to... We're, we're appreciating Rashawn Slater. And you're appreciating Michael Parsons. You're not talking about they should have got him. Because you got to hold the right tackle. Yeah, that's, a, that's a whole different discussion. I'm just saying it's fair to bring up Rashawn Slater because they're playing him this weekend. If you're asking me who they should have drafted, yeah. I'm on record as saying... If you watch the defense last year, give me a defensive player Absolutely. at 10 or 12. I don't care what position. If you think he can make an impact, sign me up. And, and that's and, what and, they did. And, and we felt that way about Patrick Sertan and J.C. Horn, and they got a Swiss Army knife that can do a ton of different things, for, which I'm not saying that those corners wouldn't be great too, but for this particular defense, needing playmakers, to have a guy that can line up in all these different positions in the middle of your defense, hey, Rashawn Slater might be great, but like eventually, eventually you have to do something to have playmakers on this defense, and they did that with that draft pick. I don't think that there should be any looking back. This isn't T.J. Watt versus Taco Charlton. Yeah. This isn't Juan Thorn. Yeah, yeah, Juan Thornhill versus Tristan Hill. Oh, who? there's so many of them. But, we could who? We, every year. Tr- Tristan Hill. Tristan Hill. He was he's a defensive folk. tackle. Say, he was on the who? field today. Kim folk. He was out there. What Kim folk at? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Rashawn Slater, though. Now, I'm going to make a statement about these Chargers, and it could be the reason why I have Herbert and Keenan Allen on my fantasy team. I think the Chargers are going to the Super Bowl. Whoa. If not this year, That's next bold. year. Okay, Whoa. okay. you know what you're saying right now? They're going to beat the Chiefs. No, they're going to beat the Cowboys. You count, you're saying you're, you're, basically, you're basically saying the Cowboys going to be well, on too. I, I, That's what you're saying. Just go and say well, it with the chest. Say it with the chest. Say it with the chest. But I was wrong about that. <laughs> say it with the chest. I hope I'm wrong about this. You already got them in the Super Bowl. For, say it with the chest. They're going to beat the Stu at the Cowboys team, Sunday. This team with <laughs> yeah. Lindsley now their center. <laughs> Lindsley now their center, who is a stud. Yeah. He's a Buckeye. And Slater, who my, he held off Chase Young like he was meatloaf. In his first game, that may be the best edge rusher in the league. Mm -hmm. And he never got by him. I like Taco Taco. And now you're telling me Demarcus Lawrence has a toe? (laughs) And And they got no pressure on Brady? They get no pressure on Herbert. Dak better go for 600. And he might. 
Now, Diggs on Keenan Allen is intriguing. Who's going to protect that? But Anthony Brown on Mike Williams? There's some size being given up there in that matchup, for sure. Well, the Um, good news is they won't run by him. True. They will make contested catches, but I don't think they're going to run by them. Maybe that well, they do well, have they've that. They got Guyton. They got Guyton. Our boy Guyton, North Guyton. Texas, North Allen's Texas. own. From Allen. He yes. played well. He can yeah, run. He can. Mike Williams played well too. Yeah, but they, Mike Williams not going to run by him. I don't think. But that's Guyton a will. sticky Washington defense. We all agree, right? They, and, not up front, not in the second. And I really enjoyed watching that game because Herbert was very patient, very smart, ridiculously accurate. He only made two bad throws the whole yeah. game. Yeah, and and they really fought hard to get that win, and his stats were pretty decent. And they did it on the road. Uh, did it on the road, and they kind of played a different. Like Clarence made a point about Herbert will go down the. I mean, he'll rip the ball, but they did a lot of not check down stuff, but a lot of getting the ball out quickly because of how good that Washington. Well, what you got to do? Defense is. I'm just saying. Yeah, they. You, he showed he can do a little bit of everything. Uh, in in that opener, but you know if he's got time Sunday, mm, yeah. Well, the good news, and I, I would say the good news is on the Cowboys side on how to stop Herbert, and and we, and I'm sure we're gonna get to Zeke at some point. They gave 126 yards rushing to Washington, 4.7 a carry, right? Washington does not have the, the running game that the Cowboys have, even though it didn't show last week. You, you would think they so so Zeke. There, there should be a steady dose of running game to help keep Herbert off the field. Yeah, but I don't As, buy it. They got too many Derwin James, the Murray kid in the middle. I don't what, buy what it. About, you don't they, buy what? They, I don't buy that stat. Washington had nothing else because Fitzpatrick was terrible, and they, they still got hurt they were still in the game though. It wasn't terrible. like they were. It was 2016. I, it wasn't a blowout. I don't think you. I don't think this Chargers defense is built to where teams are going to be able to run at will on them. That kid in the middle is really good. They gave up 126 yards. Washington. Okay, Kenneth. Murray. I mean, they did do that. Kenneth Murray. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. gave one. It was, it was a good winning plan. I mean, they gave one twenty six yards. They were winning. They took the lead at some point during the game. So I love this for the Cowboys. Now you don't want to start zero and two because then everybody's going to spend all week on the oh numbers when you go zero and two and how you don't make the play. Blah blah blah. But these two road games to start the season. Uh, to me, is as good as it gets in terms of jumping into the season. You may start zero and two. But if, if the Cowboys play like they played in week one and lose by a point, they're going to beat up some teams in a row Who? after well, these two. They're, they're in a division where you're never out of it. <laughs> I, I, right. I don't think okay, so. Okay, okay, I listen, mean, listen to me. This, this, I, Who? I, I, Eagles. I, Eagles look good. Giants. The Eagles are pretty, Redskins. Listen, all I know is if they go 0-2. They're dead? They're done? All hell's going to break loose. Well, sure. That's part of the fun. That Eagles game was on Monday night. Jaylen all works. the all the TV, every the <laughs> whole world will be descended on the O and two Cowboys team. And if they lose to the Eagles, the earth is going to open up. It's going to be crazy any, around here the if they head. start this season zero and three. Play this week, San Francisco. You're okay. not wrong about that. <laughs> I don't think that that's going to happen. That, but but I know what I'm saying. Is you don't want it to happen, and so it's important you win this game because that. I thought the Eagles were the worst team in the division before the season. They were pretty impressive. I know it was Atlanta, but they did what they they, they put a foot in Atlanta. They they did what they're supposed to do. Kalashaw, they, they started to look better than the Giants. Kalashaw got got so tired of me the two weeks before the draft because I said if the Cowboys get a chance to take Jalen Hurts in the second round, take him, take him, take him, take him. It gives them an option with pending 
business. The contract stuff. Yeah. Before and uh, and this kid, okay. I'm telling you, something's happening in this league. Kevin Murray's making it look easy. Dak Prescott's making Kevin Murray. Kevin Murray. That's the dad. Kyler. That's the dad. Yeah, Kyler Murray. Giga Maggie's. Yeah. Ky- Kyler Murray's making it look easy. Hertz is making it look easy. Dak's making it look easy. It isn't this easy. And they're making it look easy. It's like video games. <laughs> can, can I can I reset something? I got I got a message from the boss nine five two or somebody like that. Oh. It's the Washington football team. Who said Redskins? I, I think I may have said the R word. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Let me. I'm keeping another point against. Corners. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are getting your ass kicked over here. Uh, all right, coming up next, we call it Cheers, Jeers, and Fears. So think about who you want to give cheers to. This is one player out of Week One. Who you want to boo out of week one, and what scares you the most going to week two. Cheers, jeers, and fears next on Media Mash. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Media Mash. Oh, we're, we're back on Media Mash. We've got Rob Phillips. You read him every day on DallasCowboys.com. Uh, he does other things for Cowboys media. He's spectacular. You got John Machota over here with the Athletic. You got a podcast too, don't you, Machota? About them boys. Yeah. When's that? When? Just get it wherever you can get it. Is that kind of what you say about podcasts? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's on all the you know okay. Apple all, and all, all that. Yeah. yeah about all, them yeah. Cowboys. We do it once a week. Okay. Uh, actually, two now that the season's going on. We you do read Machota, and this is Clarence E. Hill Jr., who, by the way, is the longest-running beat writer. Uh, in town. I don't know For about any that. sport. That makes them old. I don't know about Battle that. tested. For any sport. <laughs> Consecutive tender. Consecutively tender. Yeah. 
consecutive. Yes. Uh, he's with us, and we're happy. Tomorrow we got Jane Slater joining us from the NFL Network along with Chill and Nick Eatman. We're going to rotate a little bit here on Media Mash. Every Wednesday and Thursday from 4 to 5, we're going to have fun discussing stuff that matters with the Dallas Cowboys. And my name is Steve. Next, rookie. Get ready, because Rookie has some elements here that he's going to throw in. I don't know if they make sense. But uh, cheers, jeers, do. and fears. <laughs> cheers, jeers, and fears. Clarence, what you're doing here is picking one cowboy that you want to tip the cap to wow. coming out of week one. And then after that, we're going to get to one that you want to jump on Whoa. coming out of week one. And then what fears you most going into week two. Uh, all right, give us the sounder for cheers, Rookie. That's easy. It's cheers. And by the way, i got to explain this real quick. I was a rookie covering the Cowboys in 1998. I came the year after you, right, Chill? Were you 97? And everybody called me rookie, which was fine. Uh, But I was looking for the next rookie in 99. And here he came. Young kid, fast. He could run. Not Clarence fast, but fast. Uh, His name was Chris Beam, and he was brand new with the Dallas Cowboys media. So I started calling him rookie. And he, I didn't know his first name for six years. He's always been rookie to me. He's made a life of bringing content to you Cowboys fans, uh, as so many have here spectacularly. Scott Purcell and uh, Roxanne Medina and Kevin Timmons. And, I mean, I can go on and on. Mickey Spagnola. Uh, but that's why I call him rookie. He's about... 70 now, but he's still he's got some gray. He's still rookie to me. All right, here we go. Cheers. Rob Phillips, you get to go first. Who gets your tip of the cap? Uh, I covered Dak already. I'll go with Trayvon Diggs, okay? I know defensively it wasn't a a great performance. They're still getting better. They're still ascending. I think they're going to be a better defense as they go along. Trayvon Diggs was asked to shadow Mike Evans, Texas Aggie, former Texas Aggie. Did Did a fine job. Did a fine job, um, and that's something we haven't seen a Cowboys corner do a lot for, for basically an entire game. Might have to do it again this week. Be interesting to see. But I thought he took a step forward, also getting a pick uh, in his first game of his season. No offense to the Aggies. I love the Aggies, but Keenan Allen is a notch above Mike Evans. Evans is slowing down a little bit. He's, Keenan Allen, he's, he's a big, he's he's great a red zone, zone guy, he's a red now, zone guy. But He's been a red zone guy for a couple of years. He don't he makes his money in the end zone, so yeah. Just Keenan, a quick comment. No, Keenan Allen's a top five receiver in this league, probably. Great Top, route. top five route runner. Him and Calvin Ridley are the two best route runners, uh, in my opinion, in the uh, league. Amari Cooper makes a difference. And speaking of that... Amari's up there, but he's not as good as those two. But go ahead, Chill. Speaking of that, cheers. my cheer. I want to give it to Zeke because I think I don't think Zeke's attitude and, and, and what he did as a blocker gets enough credit. Uh, especially as I watch other games this weekend and, and the way the running backs, you go back to that Monday night game with, with a great game between the Raiders and the Ravens. And that last sack, watch the running back for the Ravens just not even get in the way of the uh, Nassib as he crushed uh, the quarterback and caused the fumble to set up the final touchdown. But it has to go with Mari Cooper. There's been so much talk about CD passing Cooper and CD, you know, gonna be the number one receiver. And he still might. Okay. So you're doing There's double one out of seventeen. Cheers. You're play. breaking the rules. You're going Zeke and Amari. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna do with Zeke and Amari. But, 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 wow. but, but yeah, I was yeah, making a nice to... I was making a nice segue to say that Mari Cooper, man, he just showed you he is the guy. He he is still the guy. So John, you get three picks here. <laughs> I was gonna so. say he just knocked out four of mine. Uh, <laughs> you did. I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go with host, Connor McGovern so. just because uh, you know short notice. Yeah. Zach's not gonna go. A go out there and go block Dominican Sue, uh, Vita Vea. 
And I mean, for the most part, he looked like he played pretty well in that game. And obviously not to the level he didn't stand out like Dak did or Amari Cooper did, but or Trayvon Diggs obviously has to go into Bastion play. What are we doing this? Oh, not bad. Well, since you brought up, how to be? No, I'm sorry. How, how did Biotis do? I mean, Biotis. How did Biotis? I was trying to get one of those B guys. How did Biotis do? And I just said, are we doing this? Yeah, we do it. You know what that means? Uh, not, he didn't do as well as Connor McGovern or Lyle Collins or Zach. I mean, uh, Zach didn't play or Connor Williams or Tyron Smith. He was their fifth best offensive lineman. Biotis. Biotis was their fifth best. All right, so Conor McGovern gets your cheers. Yeah, that's a good sure. call. All right, mine's Diggs as well. Okay. So I'm going to do my jeers first because they go hand in hand. I don't want to wait until you guys all name before I get a shot this time, <laughs> uh, even though we're all co-hosts, all four of us. Uh, Diggs, to me, very, very impressive. Uh, the last episode of Hard Knocks, when he is going at it with Amari Cooper, I mean – this there is tremendous hope that this guy is everything that everybody thought he would be. Like a shutdown corner. A shutdown corner who is not afraid of a challenge no matter who it is, and after week one against a good receiver in Mike Evans, passes the challenge. Now he's going to have his work cut out for him if he travels with Keenan Allen, which is a little different. But my jeer, the other side, Anthony Brown. Uh, you know, they, they're looking to replace him. They don't want him to be their starting corner, no matter what they say. We all know that. Well, that's because jo- Kelvin Joseph didn't show right. up in camp. Well, and he'll he'll be back in the mix soon. But uh, Anthony Brown is not a starting corner in this league. They know it. They they they've made that clear. And and he, uh, it wasn't just the forty-seven yard touchdown. AB just toyed with him. I mean, he had a sixteen yarder. He had a fourteen yarder. He is AB. He AB on AB just didn't go well. And that if you're going to be excited about Diggs as a shutdown corner, you got to bring up the other side, and that looks spooky. Mike Williams may get twenty two targets in this game. <laughs> there, yeah. Cheers. Who's next? I agree. With you. I, I I don't think there's anybody else on the same level as Anthony Brown. I have to agree with you on that. And you know, Dan Quinn said the other day that on the deep ball the. Antonio Brown, you know, explained how there was supposed to be. He played the correct coverage. He he was supposed to have safety help over the top, but when Jordan Lewis tripped, uh, Demonte KZ had to come up, and then that. I mean, it's it's crazy when you see the all twenty two how fast Tom Brady just processes exactly yeah. what's going on. Boom! I'm throwing the deep ball to Antonio Brown, but so so KZ decided to cover it underneath route rather than deep ball. Yeah, he, right. and he did it very quickly right. too. He right. he, he Which, made the decision very quickly. KZ did. But AB was still. My, I, guess yards my, past I guess my point AB. is, if, if I'm going to get cut, I'm going to get cut short than, than deep. As a safety, you got to know that I can't lead a guy point. deep open. That's, that's, that's all I'm. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's you got to make a yeah. better decision because you're giving up a touchdown over a short pass. Yeah. Right. So, so, but with Anthony Brown, I wouldn't say that he's not a starter in this league. I think he could be a, a number three guy. He may if, be a good slot guy. Had, He's a pretty good slot right, guy. Right, right. And if you had more pass rush. You know, not having any pass rush against the greatest of all time obviously makes him look uh, very poor in that game. But when you watch that entire game, watch it over, watch it a third time, I just don't know how there's anybody else on the roster 
that would for the categories that you've put out, Steve, yeah. that fits in that category. And to be than fair, him. that was a unique matchup too because he's an, he's their number two corner going against a number one wide receiver. I mean, a, a, that that's a that's a receiving core that I don't know. Maybe the Cowboys can match that. They're all okay, but, 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 <laughs> yeah, they but my point is, and by the way, Anthony Brown will fight and fight and fight. If we're going to talk about the talent level that Diggs brings, he he just doesn't bring that kind of talent level. But but he's he'll fight and 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 scrap and play hard. He's shown that. I wanted to throw that in. I'm not no, completely. No question, and and, and, and and he would have been my my dear too, just because it's it's obvious. Rob, okay. so no, 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 my, my bad. Me. I'm going to. Steve pull, went with no, an obvious I'm, choice. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, actually, there is another. I'm one. pulling one back. <laughs> yeah, there is. Blake Jarwin. Oh, actually, I was going to say oh. no, somebody else. Blake Jarwin, you got Wait, you go got, ahead, you got to make that block. I'm I mean, sorry. we just talked to him today. Greg Zerline yeah. is in there. Oh, oh yeah, it's, Greg yeah. Zerline, yes. That, that's that's I mean, obvious. He'll that's even, the obvious he choice. He can come in here right now and he'll tell you that. I mean, I, I, that's I give the him props. obvious choice. I'm sorry. I'll give him props. Hey, those are kickers, just, though, man. Kickers, it doesn't matter. You missed, he missed a 31 I yarder. Know, he missed an extra point. Yes, too. And, and, and the extra point was probably longer than a 31 yarder. Make the, and that 60. Oh, no, sorry. He's got a quad injury. And then he didn't kick it in the end zone. He's got a broken back. Stop he's it. He's not on the injury report. He says Can anybody good. pronounce the new kicker's name? You know, no. He's on the practice squad. We don't need to right now. Oh. Liram Hiralahu. Oh, look at Rob. Hiralahu. Woo! Sounds good. Big points I'm going to go with that. Blake Jarwin has to make that block. I'm going to call You him have Hallelujah. to get in front of somebody. You have to touch him. You have to feel the guy. Breathe on him. Can you breathe on him? You're breathing on me right now. He didn't. We got a window here. Through Mark, the plexiglass. Damn. Can you breathe on a guy? He didn't even breathe on it. I would prefer not to breathe on a guy. No, I'm, I'm talking about football. You have to, can you breathe? If you're not going to touch him, at least breathe on him. Make him feel your hot breath. Maybe Zeke can make a play off of that. Since you breath. brought up Jarwin, <laughs> hey, feel your hot breath. Breathe on him. Why isn't Dalton Schultz their top tight end? Okay, but, much, I mean, the guy was but phenomenal last year. Because he doesn't, he's not the vertical threat that Jarwin is. He's not a better receiver so than Jarwin. So we may see Jarwin for 26 yards once every third game, and Schultz could catch it 16 times if they let him. He did that a couple games say, last didn't he get? I'm pretty sure Schultz got more targets. He got so. six, six catches for 40-some. In, in game yeah. one? I think he was six yeah. for six. Yeah, I mean, Schultz was a field. big part of the game plan. The problem is that at, at the goal line, you're not asking him to be Mark Vavaro, okay? Right. You're just asking him to get in front of the guy. Right. Because everybody, why is he out there if you can't? I mean, you're not asking him to roll grade him. Okay. Okay, you hush him in to hear that today. Rob, <laughs> you're jeer. Uh, Zerline, I mean, I'm not booing Greg Zerline, but John's right. I mean, that's he said it after the game. If I do my job, we win the game. Boo and now, him. And now, why, why are you not booing him? Because I'm not. That's not my job to boo a play, You know, I was I'm actually you, impressed with him today. I mean, you he, brought up the word boo, so I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. deserves Well, we were going to play boos. Hey, hey, rookie, you brought play, the word boo. play what you found for the jeer sound. <laughs> It's not good. <laughs> it's terrible. How are we doing, guys? Oh, wow. What do you say? Speaking of Jason Garrett, boy. How are we doing, guys? Somebody run him down this week. What happened? <sighs> some columnist in New York. Oh, boy. All over. He get, he get some jeers in New York? Yeah. That offense? His offense uh, is a throwback to it, its state. It's it it hit. No, I can't remember what he wrote. Let's get to how uh, we doing, guys. Let's get rid of the fe- let's get to fears. Uh, we're gonna let Mashota go first this time. Uh, game two's coming. They're zero and one. Uh, it was vision victory. I'm telling you, vision victory. Vision victory. Uh, vision we'll see what happens in L.A. It's going to be another tough one. What scares you most? Oh, it's right tackle. It's not even close. I mean, even if they were playing against a team that didn't have Joey Bosa, that would be my biggest concern. And 
I don't know. And if you're a fan of the Cowboys, you cover the Cowboys. If you just do you know anything about the Cowboys over the last five or six years, like you just think of that Chaz Green game in Atlanta and just how oh. bad that can be. How we and, doing, guys? That's and, when you needed to drop that. And so you have that doing, in the guys? back of your mind. And it's like if Terrence Steele isn't working. Chaz is going, not well! <laughs> if, if Terrence Steele isn't working out well, like how quick do you turn to your alternative? And what if that alternative doesn't work? And how much are you changing up your game plan? Obviously, we know that Zeke can step in there and pick up blitzes, and he did a phenomenal job of that against Tampa. But that's not a great game plan. And, again, like you don't want to see – I mean, Dak took a couple shots in that game that you really don't want to see, mainly some from Ndamukong and Sue. You definitely don't want to see Joey Bosa landing some of those on him as well. So even if Terrence Steele doesn't play well, have a better game plan than that Chaz Green game where it was like, well, we're just going to... We're just going to leave I, him I, on an island. I, I, I do think this coaching staff is going to be able to adjust better than, than that Jason Garrett. Right, but I just feel like that's so fresh in our mind that yeah. we're just they're, like, they're well, going to give. Adjust, they give, adjust at all. I mean, that that's game. my point. Yeah. But, but as Jerry, so, as, as Jerry so eloquently said on the radio, we're going to give him some help. Lots of help. We're going to give him lots, lots of help. Of help. Jerry like, already announced. Yeah. He already announced the game plan. We're going to give him some help. We're going to start Chad. I mean, Chad Green. We're going to start Chad Steele and give him some help. Jerry's <laughs> staying up late at night with his glasses on the end of his nose. He's I feel very plays. confident. I feel very confident, and I think I can. I think I still have the transcript. I'll go back and look, but I remember him saying something very similar on the radio the week leading up to that Falcons game about Chaz Green. There was talk that they were going to give him help right. too. Yeah. There was. It wasn't like, oh no, he's fine. Next I man up. Oh, same yeah. job. They said they were going to help him well, too, and well, then they well, didn't. Num- number one, we didn't know Adrian Claiborne was Joey Bosa. Okay, at the time. Yeah, and, he's, <laughs> and, he's, <laughs> and he wasn't before, and he hasn't been since. No, he got a hell of a contract because <laughs> of that one game. He did. But but now we know Joey Bosa's yeah. on the other side, so I think they're going to follow him and give him some help. Well, the okay? problem you have with either one of the Bosas, and I speak from experience, they never quit. Yeah. They are so relentless. Are Their motor just goes and goes. So Terrence Steele is going to be so tired. He is going to be out of breath and tired because Bosa will keep going. But that goes back to Chill's point. That's why they got to be able to run the ball. How you about, just have to. How about they, if Zeke plays right tackle? He's pretty good. Now, listen, listen. All right, let's go to your jeers. I mean, your fears. fears. My fears. And I'm going to give my boy Bobby Belt credit for this. Mm. That's fair. I'm giving I'm giving credit because he he tweeted that since the 49ers, I mean since the uh, since the Tampa Bay game, the Cowboys have lost three starters and a coach. Randy Gregory. Oh, Leon Lett today. Leon Lett. With, Collins. You don't know Leon now, Lett went out of practice and, today. And, and now um, Demarcus Lawrence. I'm my, my fear is zero two. My biggest fear is 0-2 for the Cowboys. 0-2. That's not my fear. I, I said last week that it was a given. Well, I said that before. <laughs> so I but can't be afraid of it. Well, I mean, I'm just they saying. They have that, to that, recover from it and get going is what they're going to do. But what I'm saying is after that, immediately after that game, because I, before the season I picked 0-2, okay? But immediately after that game, after we saw the Cowboys play and we were, we were talking about moral victories and, and what we liked about Dak and why the vision – Oh, this team might. This team is pretty good. This team might, because I thought they would be rusty. It would take them a while to get going. But Dak's not rusty. This team going. They mm-hmm. they gonna beat the Chargers. They can strike like a. They snake, can beat man. the Chargers. But now after the game, and now you don't have. I mean, I'm thinking you got Collins. You gonna have Martin back. You know, you go. Your defense is gonna grow and get better. 
Lyle's now, like a, now you now you're going into the game without your two best pass rushers. Oh yeah, without your right tackle. And now you're thinking ninety could be iffy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, you, know? you already said him. Yeah. You know, Lyle's like a throwback. Remember when they had somebody suspended in the preseason like five straight years? Mm-hmm. That was some of uh, Gregory's work. Scandrick. Oh yeah, Demarcus. Um, yeah. And then they had a couple of years where it didn't happen, and now Lyle's throwing back. All it's right, a, it's fear. a weird situation. Now, you guys, you guys already said it. It's it's the, the distinct possibility, possibly, that you're not going to have Lawrence or Gregory. And and at Gregory, you know, like Mike said, it's going to take a while probably to come back from the COVID deal. That's usually how it works. You said it, Justin Herbert. If he has time. They didn't. I don't know if they didn't trust their protection week one, but they got the ball out quick. If he's got time to rip it down the field, forget it. There's going to be some challenges on Sunday. So, and, and Dorrance Armstrong is coming along as a pass rusher. He should have gotten a strip fumble sack uh, on Tom Brady the other night, but that's that's going to be a challenge. And Clarence is right. I mean, zero and two. If you stare that in the face, remember 2011 when they went out on the West Coast to an improving San Francisco team, and Romo gets a punctured lung and all that stuff, and they found a way to win that game. They knew the importance That was the of, Jesse Holly game. That was the Jesse Holly game. The great they, Jesse Holly. They knew what the consequences were, potentially, if you go 0-2. You do not want that, even if it, in a winnable division. Well, you know? sometimes you don't have a choice when the other team decides they kind of want to win. Can uh, I give uh, one quick positive? Because I feel like we're being real negative here about the Cowboys. It's oh, it's I don't feel fears. we're This segment is fears. Hey, we're just I feel like the entire up. show, though. We're just Smashing it it's up. Okay. Fears. One positive though, this is going to be a Cowboys home game, and let me just let me just explain why this is going to be this way. Fair. I brought up a little one of my one of my good friends here on on my phone. It's called StubHub. One ninety two <laughs> is the cheapest ticket for that game. Okay, so you think that's because there's a lot of char- well, Chargers fans barely exist as it is. One ninety two for Cowboys. Okay, when they play the Browns, seventy nine bucks. Ravens fifty five dollars. Patriots eighty. You. 68. The only other game that's close to that is the Steelers is 200 bucks. That's because it's all the fans of the other team that are going to that game. That nice. place is going to be all Cowboys fans. Well, okay, y'all went to the game last week. I didn't. It was I, decent. I audibly but it, heard it. Let's go Cowboys. No, there definitely for, there definitely was. But on banner night. And and if and if the but if the Bucks weren't coming off of a Super Bowl win and stuff, it would have been a lot more. But this Chargers game in L.A. They've had trouble filling that stadium. Right. right. And yeah. by the way, well, that, that they is had trouble filling the hey, soccer stadium. Hey, okay. Hey, Clarence, that's another point against you because because <laughs> okay. that was. Next level reporting by Michelle right there. Next level <laughs> reporting. Uh, my fear uh, is the breaking news: line. the Cowboys will have more fans than the Chargers my, in my, L.A. Yes, <laughs> my fear. No one saw that. Seat Seat I was on SeatGeek. You're on SeatGeek. Oh, you're Yeah. What are you guys with? SeatGeek. Dang. That goes that spot. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, I read it wrong. The defensive line is going to be my fear all season. Now, you're right. If DeMarcus and Gregory don't play, and by the way, do I need to mention again what Slater did to Chase Young last week? They're not going to touch this quarterback. Blitz. They don't get a hand on Brady. Now, he held on to a ball that Dorrance yeah. almost got, got there. Should have got the strip sack, and somehow Brady, I don't know what he did. He, he was a magician he, with he the ball. He did that, that, that uh, Aaron Rodgers yeah. against, uh, yeah. against Jeff Heath. But They're just different. I still don't know how Jeff Heath didn't get that ball but out. Let me going back this, to their game. we, we yeah. got to wrap this up, but let me just make this <laughs> point. Let's talk about that a little bit. I, I, we, <laughs> we keep hearing about how the defensive line is getting better and it's going to be fine. If, if they don't get pressure on these quarterbacks all year, the defense won't hold up. 
I don't care how good Micah is or did. Well, Micah got to get to the quarterback. That's yeah. one of his jobs. Yeah, that's Rush. one of his jobs. Rush. Yeah. What did Jerry say after the draft? Rush. He may be the hope. And he pressure. probably is. Pressure. He did. Pressure. I mean, I thought he did pressure pretty well. well it just get, he was going against the GOAT, him, and he gets the ball out faster well, than anybody this does. This is not the GOAT. All right. right. Um, Clarence, Clarence and Sanders are here. He's up here. He's up here for this thing. And you've got your arm way up. Yeah. Yes. Way up. That's not my standards up here, but no, no. You the goal is to win. You the goal is to do what it takes to win. We're not giving credit. We're not, game. we're not giving credit for getting close. Hey, there's 17 games this year, buddy. Have you factored that in? They got a little more time. We're, we're, Chills covered the, the last Super Bowl team. The Cowboys have been on two four. The Cowboys, have, Cowboys have been on two four times. All right, you guys want to stay and just keep no, going, or that. can I say well, hold goodbye? On, finish, hold on, finish this. They've only made the playoffs once. Okay, well, and that was '93 when they had the triplets. Who? The Cowboys. They've only done what now? Been on two four times. Oh, the only time they've been to the playoffs was in '93. You're saying it's challenging with the triplets. When Emmitt was on the bench, when when Emmitt was on the bench because he was holding out. Oh, and two doesn't scare me a bit. In fact, when I when I saw these two road games, I figured they'd be zero and two, and that's okay. So if I were a Cowboys fan, I'd get my mind around it. And if they manage to win, all the better. Uh, all right, hey guys, thanks for letting me talk Cowboys with you. Is it over? Uh, we're gonna do it again tomorrow. Clarence joins Jane Slater and Nick Eatman, uh, and it'll be 4 to 5 again tomorrow. I want to thank Chris Beam, rookie, uh, as always, for what he does. Um, You guys keep doing what you're doing on the beat, and uh, we'll see everybody tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Have a good Wednesday night. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?